What if I told you there's an anchor podcaster who has taken her passion for a simple fitness activity, built a business, classes, seminars, a website, and has even been featured on the Dr. Oz show, all being a busy full-time mom. Well, don't jump to any conclusions quite yet, but soon you may be jumping for joy when you hear the profile interview that we had with Bernadette Henry. Check out her website. It's awesome. It's makeitfunnyc.com. She lives in New York City and she makes it fun with jump roping, a childhood passion. She has turned it into a great fitness activity, classes, and not only has she been on the Dr. Oz show, but she's currently featured for an Advil commercial nationwide. Wow, I, I was totally inspired by Bernadette for many reasons. Number one, she's providing great fitness advice. Jump roping is really good for training, agility, core strength, so many things. But also, she, the way she's applied her passion and used social media and created content is very inspiring. So I know you're going to be blessed by this interview. Uh, this is part of our Anchor Talk profile interview series and we're on a quest to interview 100 people you can do an interview also at anchorinterviews.com this is dr dan from anchor talk and i hope you enjoy this interview i know i did and i'm going out right after this to get myself a jump rope i'm taking the jump rope fitness challenge that bernadette tells us about in her interview now let's start jumping Hello, Dr. Dan and Anchor World. This is Bernadette Henry from MIF Lifestyle. Make It Fun NYC is a lifestyle brand focused on getting fit physically and mentally created by me. Make It Fun provides courses, fitness accessories, and motivation for those looking to live their best life, body, mind, and spirit. And my Anchor channel is anchor.fm backslash B-E-R-N april 20 and it's a lifestyle podcast we talk about physical fitness mental fitness emotional health busy parenting and other little random topics focusing on your physical and your mental and your emotional states so thank you so much give me a follow and i look forward to engaging with you all soon Welcome to the Anchor Interview Profile Series. Hi, I'm Dr. Dan with Anchor Talk, and uh, this is my favorite time when I get to uh, talk and get to know another Anchor member, and this is going to be fun. We're going to be jumping with joy uh, when you hear this next guest talk about what she does, what she specializes in, and how she helps people get and stay fit. It's Bernadette Henry. She's a jump rope fitness specialist. Bernadette, great to have you on the uh, profile interview today. Thank you so much, Dr. Dance, for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Well, I'm very excited because I uh, had a chance to chat with you a little bit and in a pre-interview before we hit the interview button here through Anchor. And uh, you are multi-talented and very passionate about fitness, especially jump roping. And you're a podcaster now, and uh, you, 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 it's just so cool what you're doing. So uh, let me uh, first ask you how you got interested in jump roping, and we'll kind of bring people up to speed about all the things you've done. 
Awesome. Well, basically, I've been jumping since I was a little girl as an African-American um, female growing up in the 80s. Um, as a, in, in the schoolyards, we used to play double dutch and single rope games. And that's kind of what started it there. And then in the seventh grade, we had a, it was a random contest about how many or who could do the most jumps in a minute. And I did like about 240. And then wow. that sparked my, yeah, that sparked my interest for single roping. So then I ended up, you know, borrowing a book from the library and just going outside and practicing on my own, like self-taught. Um, and then moving forward from childhood, I was, down in Union Square one day, just walking around, and I happened to go inside Equinox Gym, and I was looking at the class schedule, and it said arrow box and arrow jump. And I said, hey, is that a jump rope class? And they said, yes. And I said, oh, my gosh, sign me up. So that um, re-sparked my passion for jump rope as an adult, and I was, you know, taught by two uh, professional middleweight boxers. Oh, wow. Okay. So, you know, as you say that, uh, I have kind of a visual in my mind of boxers training, uh, doing jump rope. I mean, and I know if it's good enough for pro elite boxing athletes, uh, it must be a very good uh, fitness thing for everyone, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And and it's funny because I've actually boxed. Um, I just wanted to see what it felt like in 2006. And just um, – I mean, the conditioning that you need to stand there and, and move around for three minutes and around and throw punches while defending yourself and moving around, like that takes so much conditioning that you would not know until you actually try it. And this is so why they it, jump. It, it's great aerobic conditioning uh, and great for a lot of things. Let, let, let's talk about jump, jump roping. Uh, yes. You mentioned conditioning, conditioning, but also balance, agility. Tell us some other things that jump roping is just good in general for. Yes, conditioning, stamina, um, agility, rhythm, your timing, your coordination. Uh, it's it's it can be safer on the knees than other exercises such as jogging. You can get an effective workout in less time. With using okay. the jump rope, we'll get the same benefits of other exercises in less time than you would do with those. Um, physically, it can help you because you you can either maintain your lean muscle mass, depending on what your goals are. You can lose it, use it to lose weight. You can use it, um, you know, just to have fun. It's great for children and adults. Um, mentally, it's good because you're with, with jump rope. You're doing so many different things at one time. So you're moving your your feet are doing different things than your arms at the same time. So it's funny, like when I'm in a class or I'm teaching a class or working with people, and we're doing a basic jump, and then I'll say something simple as now open and close your legs, and you would be surprised how many people start to fumble because you really have to think about what, like for me, it's second nature, but for somebody else, it's like, oh, my gosh, like, did she just tell me to do that? Now how am I going to continue to turn the rope and now try to just open and close my legs, even though it takes the same rhythm and timing, but, you know, you're you're doing two different things at the same time. So this is why I jump over the mental. And then emotional, like, it just puts, puts you in a good place. So you're focused on, 
having so much fun or either trying to get the physical benefits that you kind of forget or zone out or forget what's going on with you during that day. And it's like, oh, my gosh, I got to master this. And then you're happy. So jump rope is physical, mental, and emotional. Wow, that, that is a long list of benefits. Uh, <laughs> and as you say that, I, you've got your heart rate going, you've got your blood going to the brain, and then when you're challenging your brain with some balance challenges, agility, it's got to be very good for brain and nervous system health. You know, there's a lot of focus on cognitive decline, and so, I mean, I would think this would be great for any age, right? Yeah. Yes, definitely. Fantastic. So you said you can get, uh, you know, a quick workout in a short amount of time. So let's say you jump rope for 10 minutes. What would be that? Right. What would that be the equi- equivalent of? Um, jumping rope for 10 minutes would be equivalent to a 30-minute jog on a treadmill at 6.5 miles an hour. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So if, if people are kind of pushed for time, uh, that, that would be a great uh, option, wouldn't it? Right, right. And the cool thing about jump rope as well, because for me, I'm, I'm, I'm a mom of three children. I'm a wife. I have a full-time job running a small business and trying to do all the other things that I that I have to do. So sometimes I might, I might not be able to make it to the gym. So it's, jump rope is just portable. So you can jump rope anywhere, anytime, any place. And all you need is a simple little jump rope. You know, as you say that, I think about all the fitness-related infomercials that we've seen over the years, right? And and this piece of equipment is going to be the one that's going to get me in shape. And then I, I can picture you just with a little jump rope in your bag, and you can do it anytime, anywhere, essentially, right? Right. Right. So so very portable. Uh, so you obviously are very passionate about this, and you, you built it up. Now, lead us into see, – see, I, I know this because I pre-interviewed you, but this is really cool <laughs> – you are somewhat of a media celebrity now for a couple of reasons. So yes. lead us into this story, and you know where I'm going with this, right? So lead, lead us into right. that. Okay. So basically, um, in 1999, after I, after I learned, after my raw skills were developed by Michael Elagide and Stephen Johnson, I realized the fitness benefits of jump rope. But then um, me, I, I love music. So what I did is I started going to different places. I would carry my jump rope any and everywhere that I went. And if I heard music, I would just jump to the music. So in 2012, I, I took my style of boxing jumping and I added music to it. And that awesome. became something that I yeah that became something that I practiced because it's not easy. It's something that I practiced for several years, and in 2012, my jump rope skills um, and as well as my other cardio and fun workouts um, got me recognition on the Dr. Oz show. That is so cool. So so how did that come about? And, and you were actually on the Dr. Oz show, right? Yes, I was. Um, basically, I I go to the gym and I self-record a lot of my workouts. And at that time, there was a treadmill craze. And it was a guy that was on a treadmill, and he was, like, spinning around and around and around with his arms out. So a producer actually Facebooked me, and they said, hey, we loved your video on YouTube of you on the treadmill. Can we use it on one of our segments? And then I said, sure, of okay. course. But then he said, oh, we just realized you're in New York. Would you like to be on our show? And I said, of course. 
So like about two or three days later, yes, two or three days later, they sent the limo to my house. They picked me up, and there I was on the Dr. Oz show. That that is really cool. So uh, you you were you jump rope. I I assume that you went ahead and jump rope as a demonstration on the show. I wish I was able to, but at that time I was dancing salsa on a treadmill. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. So you, you know, as an anchor podcaster, you know, we're all content creators here on Anchor, and so let me just ask you uh, how powerful it is to create content. Like their their producer found your YouTube video, and then this right. opened up all kind of doors for you. I mean, how powerful is that? That you had already it's, had that content. It's very powerful, and um, my suggestion for people that do things, um, especially when times may look discouraging, is to never, ever, ever neglect your content. So that YouTube mm-hmm. video, I think that YouTube video was done in maybe 2012 or 2013. Um, and then aside from Dr. Oz, I'm also on a nationally televised Advil commercial that's been playing on TV since last year. And that was actually a video that was on Vimeo. I did that video in 2014. And in 2016, I received a call or an email asking if they could actually use that video. So a lot of times, you know, when we create content, we may not see the immediate benefits, but later on down the line, like content lives online, and somebody is going to come across that piece of literature. So I would always say, you know, never give up on your literature, or not on your literature, but never give up on your content, even when you feel someone or no one is paying attention. If somebody is, the right person is. That is very, uh, very inspiring, Bernadette. Uh, and, you know, this is several years after, and here, you know, these producers find this not only for the Doc Oz show, but for, you know, a national commercial. Uh, so congratulations to you uh, for just you. creating the content. I mean, so what in those early times, what, what has driven you and kind of enabled you to continue to create content for for this idea? Basically because I've, I've, I see, because I, first of all, I love Jump Rope. I love the benefits of it. And I believe that I've created something that's mine. Like the style that I created is mine. It's based, like like watching my videos, I'm smiling, I'm laughing, I'm having fun. And this is um, a direct reflection of my personality. Like I'm a fun, happy, bubbly person. I love to laugh. I love to smile. I love to dance. I just like to be in happy spaces. And this is what jump rope demonstrates jump rope basically shows like who I am in person. Oh, fantastic. So, uh, you have basically combined jump rope with music. And right. so now, uh, tell us uh, your website is make it fun NYC and tell us uh, the NYC part of it, where, where you're located and tell us about what's on your website. Um, basically, I am Make It Fun NYC. Actually, the name was um, a young lady by the name of Shakira Moran. She came up with the name because, you know, I, I make my workouts fun and because I, I'm in New York City. So this is where Make It Fun NYC came from. And basically on the site I have several things. I have uh, I have different 
products that I offer, so there are different tutorials that I offer. I have free tutorials. I have paid tutorials. I have several meal plans on my website. I have, uh, like, a lot of music. Like, I've, I've been in several music videos and publications and performances, so that's there on my website. My media kit is on the site. Um, how to Contact Me is on, on the site, as well as jump ropes that I have available for sale. Um, and other jump rope equipment, and I have an awesome blog and my podcast. That, that is fantastic. So uh, I know so that's uh, makeitfunnyc.com, so we want to encourage everyone yeah. to go there. So uh, with that, sounds like you, you are the resource there for jump rope. So let's say someone's listening to this and they're thinking, wow, I, I used to enjoy jump roping when I was young or always thought about mm-hmm. that. And uh, So what, what would you – uh, recommend to someone just starting off with jump roping and starting to work it into their fitness routine? Yes, I would suggest that if it's someone that's been off out of the game for a little while, I would suggest that they, you know, start slow, take baby steps, um, get a jump rope, make sure it's sized correctly, make sure they have um, the proper, and and, and also to, um, depending on the age, I would definitely suggest, you know, maybe certain shoes they should wear, the right surface that they should jump on, the proper form, because, you know, we don't want to mess up our knees, and there are certain precautions that one could take, such as wearing cross-trainer shoes, jumping on a jump rope mat or a wooden floor or track turf. I would make sure they have correct form. I would, and if it's somebody that has been a while, I would tell them to maybe jump in sets of 20, do like maybe five sets of 20 until they're able to get a, a, a set of 100. So start off really slow, and then you can advance. And I also um, have a video explaining this this whole process um, on my page at makeitfunnyc.com. But I would definitely say to make sure you're using proper form and to start slow. Don't overwhelm yourself because that's the quickest way to get injured. No, that's great advice. So can you give us a couple sneak tips about proper form for yes. jump roping? Yes. I would say always remember to jump on your toes, not your whole foot. Keep a soft bend in your knees. Always make sure that your elbows are at your side. Use your wrist and slight forearm action to turn the rope. Keep your head straight, um, kind of to keep your head up or down. When you're breathing, you want to breathe in your nose and out your mouth, in your nose, out your mouth. You do not want to keep your mouth open or else or else your, your mouth is going to get full, your lungs are going to get full of air quickly and it's going to make it hard for you. Um, and, yeah, that's, 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 that's it. And if you're going to jump, try not to jump on concrete too much. But if concrete is all you have, make sure you just have one supportive shoes. Um, yeah, just make sure, you know, you're jumping on the right surface, your rope is the right size, and you're using the right form. That, that's awesome. Uh, I want to ask how you're using your podcast now because you – You've been on Anchor uh, doing a podcast for over a month now. You've got about 15 episodes, I believe, and yeah. uh, some some great material. I know I have uh, echoed some here at Anchor Talk. Uh, so tell us about the podcast experience and how you found out about Anchor originally. 
Okay, well, what happened was I've been wanting to do a podcast for a while, but I was intimidated for the simple fact that I didn't have the fancy equipment, the microphones and sounding board and all of the fancy equipment that you need. And I actually follow a guy, his name is Ed Troxel, and his brand, I believe, is called Stupid Easy. So he gives entrepreneurs, like, very simple ways to, you know, run your business. Uh, He's a tech guy. So, you know, knowing me, I don't like things complicated. So he actually talked about Anchor, and I said, let me try this out. And I downloaded the app, and I did my first episode, What is MIF? It was just like a random thing. And when I listened to it, I said, oh, my gosh, like it has music. The sound quality is awesome. It's simple. It's quick. And I, I was just really amazed by it. So I, I really love Anchor because it's, it's, it's simple. And it turns into a podcast that goes on Apple and Google Play. Like, Well, I mean, and here's the cool thing. You, you are a busy uh, mom. You have your own business. And you want to do the podcasting. And Anchor has made it easy for you to do that with, in, in very. Uh, limited time, right? Very, very easy. Like I'll, I'll go, like it's like it's so simple that maybe at work when I'm going to move my car, I can sit in my car and do a quick five minute episode and go back upstairs. Like it's it's that simple. As long as I, I have love, the content ready, it's yeah. it's just simple for me to sit there, hold down the red button, speak, and publish. It's it's very simple. Isn't it an amazing time we live where we can sit in our car and, and do something like produce a podcast? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That, that is very cool. Uh, so I know you have a lot of material from your blog and YouTube that you've had for several years. So I'm sure that's a great uh, kind of treasure of, of content that what you kind of repurpose in a sense for your podcast. Right. Correct. So and like tell us about your strategy with that. Um, well, basically what I did is I um, – last year I created an outline of jumping rope. So everything that one would need to know from before you even pick up a jump rope. And okay. what I was doing is like in the age of Periscope, I was – scoping different um, things out, and then I would go on Facebook Live and do that and put them onto YouTube and uh, break them up into little bits of pieces for Instagram and Twitter and Pinterest and Tumblr. I would just have uh, content everywhere. So I still don't have a strategy, which I need to get, but what I do is I pull from – my blog, like all of the material, and one by one, I go and I put them on Anchor, and from there, I'll use those pieces of um, content and use them for Instagram posts or Twitter. So kind of putting the same kind of content across various social medias and reaching different people, and also, too, cross-promoting the content across the different social media channels. That is great. So... Okay, so can you just mention, you you mentioned a couple of them, but mention all the social media channels that you have some presence in. Would you mind sharing that? No problem at all. 
I'm okay. First and foremost, we're on Anchor. I'm on Facebook. I have a Facebook page at Make It Fun NYC. Um, I have an Instagram page at Make It Fun NYC. So if anyone wants to see my jump roping, Facebook and Instagram would be a great place to see them because I post jump rope videos daily. I'm on Tumblr at um, Make It Fun NYC. Twitter at Make It Fun NYC. Uh, Pinterest, I believe, is Burn April 20, but I don't want to confuse people, so I'll just keep everything across the board, make it fun NYC. Uh, YouTube, I'm at Burn April 20, um, and I believe Medium.com, I have a blog there as well, which gets, like, a lot of traffic. Um, and, yeah, everything, if every, if people go to MakeItFunNYC.com, they'll be able to find um, each and every social media channel that I'm a part of. But everything across are, the board is making fun of YC. You are just tearing it up in social media, Bernadette. <laughs> I mean, so, okay, so do you have a background in uh, media or content, or have you just kind of figured this out on your own alongside of your passion for jump roping? Um, I've figured some of it out. However, I do um, watch a lot of um, – videos on, on I, I watch a lot of Facebook Live. I follow a lot of people that's into social media marketing online, on um, even on Anchor. Uh, I don't even, I hardly have any fitness people that I'm following. I, I wish to follow some soon, but a lot of people that I even have on Anchor, they're like marketing and uh, sure. like we have um, Kelly. Um, we have a lot of people that, so I just kind of, take in content from where I can and apply it, you know, where I can. Well, what I love about you is that you are, like you said, you're applying it, you're doing it. And, and uh, you. whether you're learning from other people or just a lot of it's trial and error, right? You just start right, right. doing it and, and seeing what works. And I know you shared with me before I interview that you enjoy kind of getting to know the, the uh, maybe targeted audiences for each of the social media and sometimes they overlap but they don't right. have to all go and, and and so the podcast has opened up kind of a new area of uh connection for you hasn't it yes it has yes it has. i mean um for goodness sake i'm talking to a chiropractor who would ever think that i would be interviewed by a chiropractor this is like so awesome first time a doctor's interviewed me so this is humbling on all levels well, hey, you know, you Dr. Oz did have you on the Dr. Oz show, but yeah, being on Anchor Talk now, that that that's right up there. <laughs> yeah, oh, funny. No, no, it is really cool how Anchor brings us together, and and I I just absolutely love uh, these profile interviews because it's just a great opportunity. And you know, we had a great call in today from Georgie Lee London, who just said she absolutely uh, loves the interviews and uh you know we've done nearly 25 now and she has i think she said she's listened to every single one of them and wow. and you know i'm sure she'll listen to yours and many many people have and it's cool once i interview someone and or i think other people are listening to the interview when they see you on anchor that they, they feel like they know you at a whole deeper level you know right yeah and then that connection is just even deeper that I think that I I don't know I, I'm just uh, kind of thinking out loud here. Uh, you, if you're just tweeting or even Facebook, I don't know. 
but there's something that very intimate about the audio format, isn't there? Right, and and I'm and I'm playing around with Facebook audio as well. So I know they have like the Facebook Live, and now I'm playing around with the audio. But Anchor is my main source for audio. Sure, yeah, and Facebook Live is cool. I mean, you can't make it a podcast out of it, and uh, right. I mean, you don't have the dynamics of the Anchor station and the you know community and things like that. But no, I mean, audio is is really in an upsurge across the board, I guess you could say. Right. So, and I so and I like it as well, too, especially Facebook, because things last there so long. So I can actually share right. this on Facebook, and then a year later on this day, oh, let's reshare this interview again. So that's one cool thing I like about Facebook is, like, the life of of content and how it can just pop up. Like, it, it can be posted there today and maybe – Two or three years later, it's viral. And I'm like, oh my gosh, how did that go viral? <laughs> no, that that's a great point. No, I love that. So, you, let's say you have a blog, you have a great yeah. website, you're in all these social media, you've been on uh, national TV, you're in a national yeah. commercial, now you're you know a, a elite podcaster. Let's see, about the yeah. only thing left, I think, is maybe to write a book. Uh, Yes. <laughs> How's that for a lead-in? I understand you're working on a book project, so tell us about that. So basically, uh, I'll give a little bit about it. Um, it's basically the 10 principles of jump rope, and it's going to cover jump rope, self-image, and my life, things that I've gone through in life, things that I haven't told people, and how I got to where I am. I haven't always been the person, you know, that I am, and it's taken a lot of trial and tribulation. So I'm basically going to tell the world my story, who I am, you know, inside of jump rope and outside of jump rope, and help to encourage because a lot of times, like, I'm I'm not – a, a small a small woman i'm 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 considered plus size and you know some people in the world they kind of look at me and they judge a book by its cover until like they actually see me jump up and like oh my gosh so giving hope to the people that feel that okay i have to be this in order to be accepted by society no all you have to do is be yourself to be accepted by society so just you know, giving that 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 image of of jumping rope, breaking down jump rope, and teaching people how to do it, as well as how to feel confident about yourself and how to overcome the trials of life. Wow, very inspirational! And uh, you mentioned it there, and then earlier in the interview, how uh, it just jump roping and fitness and exercise is just a great asset to uh, your just mental state, your attitude, and just passion for life, right? Yes. And uh, how, do you share that in some of your workshops and training in that and, and how that can just be kind of a jump start? Yes, I definitely let people. Yeah, I definitely let people know um, the other benefits of jump rope besides the physical. Because you know, if we can't be well mentally and emotionally, how good are we going to be? How good are we going to be physically? And if we're not good physically, how good are we going to be mentally and emotionally? So they all, 
you know, play a role with each other. And if, you know, you have to have that balance of all three or else you're just going to be out of whack. You know, mental health is uh, just skyrocketing in the U.S. and in rural, worldwide for that matter. Uh, you know, yeah. depression and just so many different things. Uh, I mean, I don't want to simplify it. And, and there are a lot of people that have, you know, clinical conditions, but just general anxiety, stress, uh, just beginning of depression, uh, people often retreat and cocoon and become less active, don't they? And, you know, maybe they'll right. they'll watch more TV and just stay inside and that. Uh, so, I mean, someone could literally be sitting on their couch listening to this and just hopefully be inspired to think, hey, I can just start exercising. Maybe I'll, I'll buy a jump rope. And that could be, right. that could open up a whole new path for someone, couldn't it? No, it definitely can, and 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 mental health is something that I'm very, very, very passionate about. Um, I worked in the field for 17 years, so I work with people that are actually clinically diagnosed with depression and take medication mm. and psychiatry and therapy. But also outside of the work that I've been doing for 17 years, my passion more or less lies too with people like the everyday people that are walking around with depression that are not seeking help because of the stigma that comes with, you know, mental health. But if people actually, you know, do something, change something that they do in their routine, it can, like, jumping rope or doing some kind of exercise, it can actually change for them, and, and they can start to feel better, something that put picks up their mood. Absolutely. Well, I'm very excited about your book project. And we need to interview you uh, again in the near future about that. I know I have another channel called Author Motivator. So this isn't the first uh, interview we're going to do here, Bernadette. We're going to definitely follow up if if that's cool. Awesome. That would definitely work for me. So last question, Bernadette. This has been very inspiring, I know, to me personally on many different levels. Uh, not only just the fitness part of it and just all the application and you're helping people, and we mentioned even the mental health, uh, but just the way you've applied yourself, your dream, your vision, you've worked hard, and you're utilizing the tools uh, of this digital age so effectively. As I listen to you, and, and there's so many awesome people on Anchor that have that passion, that skill set, uh, that drive in a certain area. How would you, what would you say? What, what advice would you say to to apply the same kind of focus, energy, and passion like you have to their dream and vision? I would say to to keep going. Don't give up. Um, no matter how slow things are going, or um, if people are not paying attention to you, as much attention as you feel that you should get, um, you just have to keep going. You also have to always be yourself at all times. Don't try to be like someone else. It's great to um, inspire after people, but don't go out and do everything that they do because once you try to look like someone else, you're going to lose your true authenticity. And, um, you know, you just yeah. – yeah, you you just have to really remain true to yourself and keep going in spite of how people say you should be doing something or wearing something or doing something. Just 
stay true to yourself because at the end of the day, no one can be you and no one can do the things that you do like you do. Oh, love it. Fantastic. I uh, need to put that up, up on a poster somewhere. That, that's a great quote. Uh, hey, you, you need to put that in your book, okay? There's a quote. Yeah, for you, yeah I'm actually going to re-listen to it. And right, I, I give my I, – I love I love doing these things, like, un, unscripted. I come up with my best stuff. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, and, and, and I will mention, too, uh, that I shared this with you. Uh, we're working on a project called Anchor Voices, and it's going to be an audio-driven submitted book about all the different people and the voices of Anchor. And we're getting uh, tidbits and quotes and, and excerpts from the audio from Anchor. And the first 50 Anchor profile interviews are all going to be featured in the book. And so you're already in the book, Bernadette, which is awesome. Awesome. Yes. And so I will just share with our listeners, if you want to get more involved, and helping organize that. This is a collaborative community project. You can go to anchorvoices.com. That goes to a Facebook group for now. Uh, and also, just like Bernadette, we would love to hear from you, get to know you with this profile interview format using the uh, awesome interview feature in Anchor. All you have to do is go to anchorinterviews.com, fill a little form, find a time. They were both available. It was pretty easy sign-up, wasn't it, Bernadette, hopefully, it sh- for you? It sure was. It sure was. Awesome. And uh, Bernadette signed up, and we've been chatting here and having a great time. And uh, thanks to the Anchor Elves, I'm just going to publish this here in a short time. And like magic, it's going to go on the Anchor Station and then out in the podcast land. It, isn't it <laughs> It's just so cool when you hit that, pod, that episode button and know – that it's going out, pushed out to a podcast, right? Yeah, it's going, and this is going to go everywhere. <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, yeah, so we've been talking on the phone, and it's going to go zoom, zoomed out in the podcast yep. land here just in a short time. Bernadette, I can't thank you enough for taking the time. Uh, I want to encourage everyone to check out Make It Fun NYC, which is your awesome jump rope. You know, I, I'm going out. And getting a jump rope. And I'll tell you what, I'm going to give you an opportunity to give our listeners perhaps a jump rope challenge. Can you do that? I mean, let's let's do it here. Let's lay it on the line. Okay. Awesome. Okay. 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 Go ahead. So, um, give, give us a challenge. It, okay. Challenge. Okay. Um, for five days, do 100 jumps. So whether you have to do one set of 100 or if you have to break it up into four sets of 25, or two sets of 50, 100 jumps for five days. Oh, okay, that's doable. As you say that, I'm looking at your website. You are really fast. I mean, you, and you were crossing <laughs> over, and you were – I was listening to your uh, your anchor station today, and you were talking about double unders, which yes. you just explained. And then you, there must be double under crossovers. I mean, there, there's terms for all these things, right? Yeah, I don't know all the technical terms, but yes, double unders is definitely a common uh, um, technique or trick. I don't like to call them tricks, but technique trick. And basically, what a double under is is you're you jump you're jumping one time but turning the rope under your feet twice. Wow. Okay, that that sounds advanced. <laughs> I don't think no, I'm gonna try pretty, that. It's pretty. It's pretty easy. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. I may try a double under. Okay, I wonder if they do double unders in Australia. That'd be a double under down under, right? 
I'm sure. I don't know what they call it, but I'm sure they have it there. <laughs> All right. Okay. So I take your challenge. I'm going to get a jump rope, and you said 500 jumps a day for five days, right? 100 jumps. Of 100, right. So that'd be 500 over the five days. Okay. I'm going to take the challenge. Uh, and listen, uh, if if you enjoyed this interview, uh, give us a call in to Anchor Talk, but also Bernadette's station. Okay. Let her hear from you and tell her what an inspiration she's been, and tell her if you've taken the challenge here. And at Anchor.fm, you can search for Bernadette Henry, and that's two T's in Bernadette. And then the actual URL of Anchor is B-E-R-N, then April, like the month April 20. Yeah, So Bernadette, thank you so much. You are awesome, inspirational. Keep up the great work. And I look forward to interviewing you. You're welcome. Look forward to interviewing you again soon about your book, okay? Awesome. Thank you so much. Okay. Have a great evening. Bye-bye. Thank you, too. Bye-bye.